episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. All right, Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can find us on Twitter, but as long as it's still up, who knows at this point, at Horizon RT. You can actually also find us on Facebook as well at, her, at facebook.com slash Horizon Roundtable. You can always find us on the web at horizonroundtable.com. And be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And Sometimes they can even find you on Twitter. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit because it actually is related to one of our, uh, the uh, one of our teams in the Horizon League. But yeah, this was kind of a week, wasn't it? It was the first week of real basketball that counts, and in well, a lot of cases, I kind of wish it wasn't. Uh, does it have <laughs> in, to be? In true Horizon League fashion, I guess I should say. Yeah, Horizon League gonna Horizon. Don't we always have a podcast and like? A bunch of articles that are like, as much as things change, they stay the same, or something like I that. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, it, they, Horizon League has consistently never ceased to disappoint. <laughs> uh, we did have a bright spot, though. One bright spot. I mean, one bright spot and a sort of bright spot. Um, bright State won, they beat Louisville. I mean, they did it, but that seems like the thing to do this year is to pick off Louisville. Louisville. So I'm, so yeah, I'm glad that they, they they did the job. Yeah. So yeah, Louisville Louisville's having Louisville's having a tough transition with Kenny Payne over there, and not helping matters is Trey Calvin uh, hitting the game winning shot in in, uh, in his player's eye. I like that part. I do nice. like that part. It. I feel like we're going to see a lot more of Trey Calvin take uh, attempting the winning shot a lot. We've already seen it twice this season. And they're only, and their season's only two games old. I mean, if you're right, yeah. is that who's who 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 you want the ball in their hands at the end of a game? Like that's how that uh, works. That you give it to your star, right? Exactly, and that star is Trey Calvin. And Trey Calvin, he he's one of two on those types of shots. By the way, uh, he he missed the one uh, uh, at the home opener against uh, Davidson, but he did hit it against on the road against Louisville. So. And I felt really bad, especially considering that Trey Calvin hit 30, uh, scored 37 points against Davidson at home, and they lost in overtime. I mean, let's be real. They probably should have won that game just because they were up, what, 20, 21, something like that? Like, Give or take, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were up big, and, you know, credit to, to Davidson's a good team, and uh, the, the fighting lawyers came back and uh, got them there. But uh, I, I got to say, it, 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 was a good, it was a good week for the lawyer, the lawyer family against the Horizon League because it seems like both Fletcher, who's on Purdue, and Foster, who's on Davidson, enjoy torturing Horizon League teams. They sure did. And they sure did. Both of them. Kind of wish one of them showed up in the Horizon League as a player, but you know, it's 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 it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, good basketball being played there. What can you say? What's interesting though is that we had three Horizon League teams who had a shot against an ACC school. Right, State actually did beat Louisville, of course. Yep. Detroit Mercy was very close to beating. Boston College until they collapse in the last minute. Should and have they, beat Boston College, just, and they, just say it. And you know what? Yeah, they should have beat them. They should have beat them, but it was, and it was, they were leading for most of the, they were leading for about, what, 39 minutes in the game? Unfortunately, minute 40, then that was it. 
Yeah. And they did it. They did it because when Antoine Davis was not having a good shooting night, it, well, day actually, because it was like eleven o'clock in the morning. It was stupid early. Eh, it, was, it was well. I mean, eh, for basketball, it was earlier than basketball. Was it though? I mean, yeah, it's it's earlier than yeah. It's on a weekday, yeah. But hey, well, you know to be fair, it was Veterans Day, so it was fair. You know, it's a for for many, it's a federal holiday. So, and for others, it's their birthday. That's which in the, which is, which is Matt which is Matt yeah, which in this case was Matt yes so and don't my older brother Randy who y'all get to get a kick out of on uh, Twitter often, uh, we share that birthday actually. How did you? Fun huh? How did yeah, we share that birthday ten years apart. Uh, fun fact. Wow. Okay. Um, that is interesting. Randy <laughs> who by the Randy who by the way uh, does uh, chip in a lot of our uh, our graphics. Um, if you if you do recall the Julie Rolatch thumbs up and thumbs down, that was Randy. That was Randy, Thanks, right? Randy. Yeah, that was Thanks, Randy. Randy. Oh, 100%. That was awesome. Thanks, Randy. You know what? I you know what? I we didn't even bring that up last episode. How could uh, we not that was... bring that up last episode? What is You know who I us? saw? You know who I saw it um at the uh, Oakland uh Oklahoma State game? Who is that? Julie Rolash. Did you now? Okay. I didn't get a chance to talk to her. She was busy being Julie Julie Rolash and then I lost track of her, but she was there. Well, it was kind of a big deal because um, it's not every day a Power Five school comes to visit uh, a Horizon let's, school. Let's go back to your ACC rant. We'll we'll get there. Okay, so yeah, so so Detroit Mercy was supposed to was was this close? Should've. They 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 should have won. They they were up nearly the entire game and then ugh. and it's, yeah, and, and that was a winnable game because Boston College is not, not a good. good. They yep. they haven't won. been a good team since like the nineties. <laughs> Should have won. Just call it. Call it what it Should've is. Should have won. Should have won. Should have won. Should have won. Lost by four. And then, and then, and then, uh, and then Youngstown State played Notre Dame. Not the Notre Dame we're going to talk about a little later on the podcast, but the actual Notre Dame in South Real Bend. Notre Dame. Real Notre Dame. Oddly enough, same I mean, result. okay, we're 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 yes, but. Notre Dame is an ACC school who has actually been to the NCAA tournament in Division One. We'll again, we'll talk about the other Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame. All I'm saying is, schools with the with with the words Notre Dame are undefeated against Horizon League teams this season. Yes, but this one wasn't quite as cringe, if you yeah. will. Yeah, this Youngstown was actually State a very, this honestly, this was a very good game. Now, Youngstown State, um, they they actually were going into the game. In fact, it seems like they were the only team that seemed to want to like beat Division One teams this this uh, this week, um, with the noted exception of Purdue Fort Wayne, because they uh, but although they had a little bit of trouble, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But they were they went into this two and zero. We weren't really sure because uh, we had it was Canisius they beat uh, on the road, and then uh, UT Martin they beat at home. Um, it was really never in doubt, although Canisius did kind of scrape their way back in to make it respectable at the end, because I think they only won by they they only lost uh, Youngstown State won by eleven, but Youngstown State was pretty much up the entire time. The 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 Malik Green revenge game, by the way, mm-hmm. he was the he was the top scorer on that one. Um, and then of course UT Martin, it was never in doubt. At all, so they, no, they handled their handling. business like you're supposed to. We they handled that. their business like you're supposed to. So they went on the road uh, to Notre Dame. Um, always, obviously, a tough place to play in South Bend, and they kept it. They they lost by seven. 
I mean, they didn't get blown out. I mean, it was a, you know, we've been, we saw for in the, in, over the course of the first week that most of the buy games were pretty much boat races in the, uh, in the purchasing, uh, in the purchasing team's favor. Oh, you mean like Ohio State just destroying Robert Morris? Yeah, that was a thing. Like, and then uh, and 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 Green Bay, uh, Green Bay keeping it very close with uh, Georgetown uh, until Georgetown realized that they were playing Green Bay. Green so, Bay kept it close with Indiana State at one point too. You know, like they did too. Yes, that is true. Green um, Bay likes to play a decent first half and then just forget that there's two halves to this game. And let's not forget, and then let's not forget Purdue Fort Wayne against Michigan. Purdue Fort Wayne without a without Jared Godfrey that game either, and that's kind of a mystery to me how that happened. But yeah, I guess we'll talk about really Purdue Fort Wayne a little bit later. Um, but yeah, they, it was a close game. It was a uh, Notre Dame's going to have their struggles this year, but I think but Youngstown State came to play, and yeah. of the people, and obviously Dwayne Cohill is going to do Dwayne Colehill things. But, man, Adrian Nelson. I, I've been swearing up and down. Adrian Nelson is going to be the key, the X factor for them this season. Coming in from Northern Kentucky, transferring over to Youngstown State. Funny thing, I had no idea. Before, to, before today's game against Notre Dame, Adrian Nelson had never scored 20 points in a game. That blows me away that... Adrian Nelson never scored 20 points at Northern Kentucky. You know, it doesn't. It does. He was just always kind of in the middle of it. But I guess at the same time, he was never really asked to score. Well, no, because he's always had somebody around. I mean, he's always had people around him. And then last season, of course, he was uh, he was splitting the he was splitting time with Chris Brandon. But I knew the second. But I I felt that he was going to be in a, in that situation at Youngstown State. I felt he was in. He he was in a, in an op- he had an opportunity to thrive and he did. He scored a career high twenty seven points today, and he was everywhere. He was all over the place against Notre Dame, who is no slouch when it comes to you know their front court guys. That's for sure. He was he did he did outstanding. So yeah, great but game and a loss. Yeah, yeah, but they they did come up short. Yeah, the. The three-point shooting did not go was pretty streaky for them, and I think that was kind of the the key. And that there were some kind of key, which is funny because up to probably near the end of the game, they were handling the ball really well. But at the end of the day, the 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 shoot the the shooting was kind of streaky, and the ball handling kind of went away. A couple of key miscues near the end. So and Notre Dame could not stop shoot at Notre Dame while. Well, Youngstown State was having issues shoot, hitting the three consistently. Notre Dame was it, it just seemed to be the perfect storm for him to hit three pointers near the end. So yeah. So that's what happened. But I mean, yeah, they didn't, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a again, it wasn't one of those by game blowouts that we we saw for the good a good part of the week. It was very respective. Yeah, we did. We did. But this one definitely was not one of them. So if we're being honest, I have no idea what exactly we're gonna. Yeah, you know, looking at Youngstown State, I think they 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 are you know pretty well positioned where they need to be um, going into the you know as they've played you know three games into this uh, non-conference schedule. I think they're doing pretty well. Uh, I think Wright State, if they can get their, if they can get their you know if they can close out basically. 
because obviously closing out was an issue against Davidson. And of course, with Wright State, closing out has been a historical issue for them, as we have uh, witnessed many, many times over mm-hmm. the, over the past few, few years in the Scott Nagy era. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's their whole thing. Now, on to, uh, so, so for Northern Kentucky, however, that that game, the the opening again, the opener against uh, Kent State was was just brutal. Um, yep, that's fair. Yeah, that was a that was that was a very brutal game. And the first half of UC Claremont, yes, the University of Cincinnati at Claremont, not University of Cincinnati, who's showing up this week at Truth Arena, but the other UC, the one of the branch campuses, came in. And uh, yeah, the first half was not great for them. They did finally eventually get it together and win, but yeah, it was it was that they still have some things to work out over there a little bit. Um, and then of course there there's uh, Purdue Fort Wayne. Now Purdue Fort Wayne, this one because they played you uh, they played SIU Edwardsville on Saturday. They played SIU Edwardsville on Saturday, and that was way closer than it should have been. Way way. What, I mean. Any win you can walk away from, or any landing you can walk away from, is a is a win. Or you know, they, they got the win. Great. A win is a um, win. Yeah. I mean, probably like, shouldn't have been that close, but they did get they the were, win. They were up by double digits near the end, and then just, uh, SIU Edwardsville just kept clawing back. They were they were they, they were like swapping lead the lead there for probably near almost near the end of the game. So that was that was kind of a nail biter and. Not really something you want to see from a team who was the uh, one of the preseason picks to f- win the league. Yeah. With all that, yeah. So, <clears throat> needless to say, that they've got some work to do over at uh, over at Purdue Fort Wayne. I think. I, and again, the circumstances of Jared Godfrey not being at uh, pl- not playing at Michigan. Um, maybe they. It seems like they need to make some adjustments that just didn't happen they'll i guess near the no, end. i'm not no, worried I'm sure about they'll that. get there i'm sure they'll get there i'm sure they'll get there um let's talk about oakland man what's going on with them i mean yeah uh, i mean they started off the season one and oh they they uh they beat defiance quite handedly thank you i don't know what you're insinuating there i mean 92 27 what more did you want from them um no so uh yeah they, they I, wanted them to be, I wanted them to beat <laughs> pulling green um, okay, so here's what here's what's going on from the inside here. Um, yeah, so yeah. the Defiance thing, the big thing is Jalen Moore has been out. Didn't play against Defiance. Um, we were told that he probably wouldn't play against Bowling Green. If he didn't play against Bowling Green, he wasn't going to play against Oklahoma State. So he played against Bowling Green, um, as can't be described in his post conference or pr- post game press conference against or after the Oklahoma State game. He defined Jalen Moore as on a wheel and a half uh, oh, instead crap. of two wheels. Um, he's on a wheel and a half. Um, he said, you know. When, when Jalen Moore can't blow past people, you know that that's not Jalen Moore. He's one of the fastest point guards in the entire country. Um, so he's 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 not healthy, but he's still out there playing because it's Jalen Moore, and he knows that that's what he needs to do, and he's not ready to he, – he won't sit out. So he's playing, um, but he's not at full strength. Um, he looked pretty good against Bowling Green, looked really, really, really bad against um, Oklahoma State. Um, yeah, they, he had, kinda, they, they pretty much neutralized him, so that was that was not a great scene for him. No, and I mean Jalen Moore is so good. We all know, like that's not me being an Oakland person. We all know just how good Jalen Moore is. He's allowed to have bad nights. It sucks, yeah. but it's gonna happen. 
but um four turnovers on with five assists like that's that's not Jay on three points that's not yeah, Jay we all know we all know that like he's, well he, here's the thing though especially against Oklahoma and you were obviously at the Oklahoma State game as you was. mentioned previously so was Kate Cunningham thank you go on yes Kate Cunningham that is true even got a even got a nice interview during the broadcast by the way oh um, did he? I didn't know that yes uh Kate Cunningham obviously uh uh coming to see because he's because he played at Oklahoma State so obviously he uh it's funny because yeah didn't Kate Cunningham actually play Oakland when he was out I'm pretty sure he did yes he did uh, so that was a that was the that first was, game of the three because this was a three-game series it was two at Oklahoma State one at Oakland so you know Oklahoma State coming into the arena was cool um we got to talk to um Oklahoma State made their coach um Mike, what is Mike? Mike Boynton. Name? Mike Boynton. Thank you. Uh, they made him available um, for the post-game press conference before Campion players, which was really cool. Um, so we got to kind of talk about it. He's from Michigan originally, so there was definitely a factor to that. Um, sure. He thinks preparing a team like Oakland um, helps his team when they get into the NCAA tournament because they're going to play a team similar to Oakland. Um, so he really likes the preparation uh, against a team like Oakland. Um, you know, he was very complimentary of Oakland despite blowing them out today and just the program and Campion and all that good stuff. Said all the right things. Um the biggest thing Oakland took away from the Oklahoma State loss, though, was mm-hmm. Trey Townsend, who is six foot six, yes. two thirty, though. Which I mean, that's actually pretty big for for him. But you, if you look at Trey Townsend, he's straight muscle. That kid has been in the weight room, and he talked yeah. about it after the Bowling Green game, um, kind of as as a preview of the Oklahoma State game coming up. He said, "Yeah, I know I'm only six six, but um, I'm confident that I'm strong enough to bang down and low with anybody." And he took on the seven one, I believe it is, um, what is it, Mohammed Cisse, uh, Musa Cisse, excuse me, Musa Cisse, seven one yes. Musa Cisse, who was the uh, Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year last year as a sophomore. He took him on head to head today, and didn't lose. I'm not going to say he yeah. won, but I would I would say it was a draw. Like Cisse had 11 points and 10 boards, and Townsend had uh, 12 points and six boards. Like, yeah, and he looked good down there. So. Really, one of the positives that you can take from this is Trey Townsend can handle playing essentially center for Oakland with the small lineup. We've talked up and down about it, but Trey Townsend did really well. And Keaton Hervey put up a double double uh, with 16 points and 11 boards. So, like, yeah. I mean, there were some positives, but they got crushed. That's really what it comes down to. Um, this is a team that's built to shoot three point pointers, and, and they're they shooting pro- probably less than I, I haven't seen it, but I believe they're less than 20 percent against Division One opponents from three. Yeah, that's it's... not good. Yeah, that's got it. That's something that Oakland has to fix, and they have to fix it in short order because they got Toledo coming up. Yep, who's probably the best team in the MAC. So cool. Yeah. Like o- Oakland's just going to look terrible for a little while, and that's okay enough, I guess. I mean, we talked a lot about you know this whole season where Rising Lake team needs to win. They're not when they need to win their non-conference games, and Oakland's not doing that right now. However, Oakland in the past has won lots of non-conference games, and it hasn't done them anything good. So maybe they're just trying to you know flip the. Flip the script this year. They're pacing themselves this year. That's a, I get. I get it. I get it. You know. Um, I, by I the guess. way, uh, by the way, I should point out the fact that we do have uh, we have some common opponent uh, overlap here coming pretty soon because Bowling Green plays Wright State on Tuesday. So I'm interested. I'm going to be very interested to see what Wright State does against Bowling Green. That you know that uh, comparative property. Uh, transitive property. Oh, there's a lot of that this year too. By the way, it's pretty great. Can I hit on one more thing that I think our, our listeners will find interesting from the Oakland standpoint? Absolutely. Um, there's been a lot of Rocket Watts talk um, leading up to this year because he's a name. We get uh-huh. that. Yeah. Um, if Rocket Watts doesn't show up soon, Oakland's in a lot of trouble. Four points today. 
um, with is is not going to cut it. Um, four points and only they only credit him for one turnover. I disagree with that number, but that's okay. Um, Rocket Watts hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been good. He's been very um, absent. He's just just another guy out there. You know what I mean? And that's not I don't think what at least Oakland fans and probably the Horizon League was expecting out of him. And they um, definitely need, and honestly, they, I mean, they need it for him to step up, especially if Jalen, with Jalen Moore hurt. Yeah. They need him to step up against Toledo and you damn sure know they're going to need, he needs to step up because Eastern Michigan's coming. Imani Bates is clearly. Yeah, we'll pretty, get to that he did later. Pretty well, he did pretty well here. Uh, uh, but yeah, we'll talk about him a little later. Um, we got to talk about Cleveland State. I'm blaming the black jerseys at this point. Yeah, how, look how, look how, what good that did you. Okay, so this requires some explanation. Apparently, the uh, apparently Twitter's algorithms suck. Um, of course, they'll probably be destroyed within the next week. But um, all right, everybody on this podcast and everybody anybody who follows me on Twitter, anybody who follows me anywhere, know for and this has been going on for years, by the way, knows how much I hate the black jerseys that Cleveland State wears. What do they do the first three games of the season? They wear the black jerseys the entire time. And the first game was against Notre Dame College. Not the one that Youngstown State played, the one that's in Ohio, which is coincidentally head coached by a former YSU assistant, I might add. And what do you think happened, Matt? What do you think happened? I I know what happened, Bob. I was. yeah, they, they were lost. up twelve. They were up by twelve with five and a half minutes left, and they lost by four. Now, again, it's, this seems to be a, this seems to be a pattern with Cleveland State where they they at least say spend at least, they have at least one embarrassing thing happen to them during the season. It seems to happen every. It, it happened multiple times over the during the during the Dennis Gates era, and clearly that is carried over into the Daniel Robinson era. <laughs> So uh, I'm I'm hoping that they got the embarrassing thing out of the, the one embarrassing thing out of the way already. I did not expect them to I did I did not expect them to win against Cincinnati or Ohio because Ohio is a very good team too, but they only lost by 11 to both those guys. So I'm I guess I'm I'm a glass half full kind of guy on that front I suppose. They also we also will be seeing some transitive property with them because they're going to Canisius too this week. Okay. So we're going to see some transitive property. So, yeah. So, um, and yeah. And by the way, uh, shout out to the Cleveland state men's soccer team who won the, uh, won the, uh, horizon league championship, by the way. And I didn't realize that this is the first time they've done that in 12, 10 years. So good for you guys. Go so, yeah. soccer. Go soccer. So, yes. Um, so I tweeted out, burn the black jerseys and I got my account got locked for 12 hours. My Twitter account got locked for 12 hours. Bob I don't know why. I, have, I, I swear I've, I've actually tweeted that before. I hate those jerseys. And apparently Twitter thinks I am this nefarious individual. So, Why can't both of those things be accurate? It's not accurate. Elon Musk kiss my ass. No, I'm not editing that out. That's fine. <laughs> I could say way worse, but I'm not going to. But yeah. yeah so... But again, within about a week, Twitter may be gone anyway. So we'll have to find some. You know, we'll have to. Yeah. So you definitely want to follow follow us on Facebook. 
somehow Facebook is the better option, or just go to the website. It's really I, I not. That. It's really not a good better option. Go to go horizonroundtable.com. Just go to there. Go there and sign up for notifications because you can do that. Because I'm doing that again. Do that at least, and you know it'll work. I'm pretty sure it'll work. Anyway, um, so yeah, that that was Cleveland State's week in a nutshell. They're 0 and 3. Um, Green Bay is Green Bay is 0 and 3, and it's not going to get any better for them because they play uh, they play Wisconsin Madison on Tuesday. Yeah, Green Bay has uh, not been good. Yeah, so although I mean, yeah, this I expected more for I I expected more from them uh, against Indiana State, and that didn't happen. I mean, they were fine in the first half, like you said, and then the second half, they you know they kind of disappeared. And the same, almost the same exact thing happened to Georgetown, except Georgetown did way worse to them than Indiana State did. Yeah. But not by much, because Indiana State won by it looks like twenty-seven. Yeah, they put a good, good, good hurt on. I mean, it's kind of just been the thing. Like Green Bay is just not off to a good. I mean, a lot of a lot of the Horizon League outside of playing, you know, your Cardinal stretches of the world, um, are, are are not off to a great start. It's typical Horizon League non-conference for better or worse. I mean, same old, same old. Well, there's so much of a. Well, the other thing is there's so much of a mix between. The, there's so much of a mix between games we think they should win. Again, winnable – I guess my definition of winnable games is different from a lot of other people's, but there are games in here that I feel that you know should have been winnable or at least competitive for the Horizon League. I mean, the Kent, Northern Kentucky-Kent State – Northern Kentucky, that was – uh, to me, and maybe I'm wrong – that should have been a winnable game. If you are the, if you are picked to, to share in the tie, uh, to picked to one of the picks to win the Horizon League, you should at least be able to compete with the pick to the, the preseason pick to win the MAC. You should be able to do that. That's kind of the whole point of the, the Horizon League is supposed to be that it's supposed to be that conference. It just hasn't been. Over the last couple of years, maybe I'm deluded into thinking that maybe at some point in time they will be, but apparently that's a, you know, that's a long way for a train that's not coming. So yeah, that, that Kent State one is, that Kent State one was a winnable, I thought was a winnable game. Apparently I was incorrect on that one. The Davidson, the Wright State Davidson was a winnable game. I'm sorry, I was wrong. It's not single overtime. It was double overtime. So yeah, missed that one. Uh, I mean, I guess I can't get, I mean, SAU Edwardsville giving Purdue four win headaches, that kind of freaked me out a little bit. I guess I, I mean, we'll probably get a better gauge of teams this week because um, we've got Wright State against Bowling Green. We have Oakland against Toledo. Detroit Mercy is, again, more more transitive property. Detroit Mercy's playing Ohio. Um even more transitive property, Northern Kentucky. Uh, Cincinnati is actually playing at Northern Kentucky, so that ought to be one something. I'm very interested in seeing how Cincinnati performs against Northern Kentucky because Cincinnati, Cleveland State gave Cincinnati headaches defensively. Cleveland State's biggest problem is they their scoring is just not great, <laughs> like even remotely great. They don't have. I mean, it seems like there's. I'm trying to figure out who the shooter is on that team. 
I really thought it was going to be Jason Woodrich. I really thought it might be Drew Louder, but so far it really hasn't been. That's going to be a problem for them if they move down the, down the road. They're going to beat up people in the paint in, the, in, in conference play, but as for the perimeter, I'm very concerned. <laughs> a lot. But they're playing Canisius, too, on uh, – yeah, it's like – and, oh, by the way, uh, Matt – Wright State plays Defiance on Thursday. Ooh. More transitive property. Now we can really figure out what's going on. The real transitive property. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be – yeah. So I really feel like this is – maybe it's a little weekend to be, like, downtrodden about the Horizon League as a whole, but it just seems like this just keeps happening. Uh, and maybe because my judgment is clouded because all the buy, all the uh, – all the buy games have been just – it's been a pretty much mixed bag of – I mean, ACC ones aside. <laughs> ACC ones and Cincinnati aside, the rest of them have been like, dear God, what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, we know what's going on here. Thanks for the money. That's about it. Um, IUPUI, IUPUI is pretty much performing as we thought they would. By the way, they are the, the return game for Chicago. The, the return game with Chicago State is is Monday. The return game. And, I know I'm not I'm not ready it, for for an IUPUI it, Chicago State game. I'm just well, not ready. Well, that's okay. We may have to take everybody's word for it because I'm pretty sure that is not on television anywhere. You know what? That's okay. And I'm pretty and I'm pretty sure and I'm okay. Yeah, I'm I'm surprisingly okay with that situation. <laughs> I am surprisingly okay with that situation because IUPUI yeah, is pretty much having this, the growing pains we anticipated they were going to have. Um, Iowa State, they scored 39 points to Iowa State's 88. I'm sorry, 39. Yeah, they lost 88-39. And then Drake, they played. They went to Drake. I, apparently, they're doing, they, they did like a tour of Iowa this, uh, this week. And they went to they went to Iowa State first, and then they went to Drake and lost for eighty to forty eight. So, um, but I mean, it's I we it this is one I don't really I'm not really surprised by because it, you know they, they it is a complete rebuild for them. So, and they're gonna I, I have this very weird feeling they're just gonna have different and they're gonna play a bunch of I know they're gonna play a bunch of guys too because <laughs> they always do. What you do, right? I mean, if you're gonna, yeah. I mean, this is if you if you need any year to figure it out, this is gonna be the year to figure it out. Because <laughs> you know, there's, there's really there's really low expectations. I mean, there are because you know it is what it is. So, so that's what that's how you PUI situation in a nutshell. Yeah, I got a, nothing bit, to add, man. <laughs> I, other, I'd love to comment here, but uh, I got I got nothing for you. It's okay, it's, but I mean. Yeah, I mean it. It is it is our regular regularly scheduled um, IUPUI thing, and I'm sure. I mean, I'm still higher on IUPUI than maybe a, another team in, in the league, but I, I'm in the minority, and I see that, and I'm going to be called a hater, yeah. but that's just my reality of my my I mean, situation. I'll be honest with you, I don't know if there is. I mean, I'm not seeing a whole. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say I don't see a whole lot of difference, but. I, again, maybe maybe there's some transitive property down the down the way, some common opponents. I doubt it, but eh, who knows? You never know. <laughs> you never know. 
You know what is interesting this week, though? We're talking about games this week. There's one that yes. I want to make sure is on your radar. Absolutely. Uh, Cleveland State has Arkansas Pine Bluff come in. Do you know why that's important for you? Um, because Chris Green is there? Uh, better. Wait, there's another reason why I need to worry about Arkansas Pine Bluff? Well, sort of. I don't believe this person is currently eligible, unfortunately. But do you realize that that's where Rashad is at? Rashad Williams? Get out of here. Yeah, he's, he's, he's at Arkansas Pine Bluff. Really? I mi- Why did I think he was at another SWAC school? No, he's at Arkansas Pine I thought Bluff. He was like I, a, I thought he was like at Alabama State or something for some reason. But, I, but do not I don't know. think he's eligible right now. I don't think he's been in a game yet, probably because he's been at 38 schools in two years or whatever it is. I did not realize that. I did not yeah. realize that he that Arkansas Pine Bluff is where he landed. Yeah, that that's the Rashad Williams uh, revenge game. Didn't we already have a few of those already? I I seem to recall them. Yeah, there he is. I didn't yeah. make that up. I don't make stuff up. He's had a he's actually had a couple of revenge games. Um, one was the poster. The one was the posterized <laughs> game um, with a guy who's no longer I no longer at Cleveland State anymore. Um, then they had another one that they lost. And then, of course, there was the Horizon League Championship game in 2021, which Cleveland State won and went to the NCAA tournament. And that was it. Yeah. Then he went to St. Louis. And now he's at Pine Bluff, where apparently he's sitting, I guess. So I'm assuming he's making the trip. I would, I would hope so. He's got to tell him where to go eat, you know? Actually, this is probably the Chris Green revenge game because, you know, I mean, not necessarily revenge, but, you know. It's his, it's his grad it's his grad year. A lot of Cleveland State guys didn't do that. You know, you know there were six eligible Cleveland State uh, grad tra- potential grad transfers. Half of them, two of them, you know, uh, Demoy Hodge and Trago Million went to Missouri. Chris Green went to Cleveland State, and the last of the other three stayed at home. So, I think it'll be a nice homecoming for him at least. I don't know about. There you go. I mean, how's it gonna be? But also, how's it gonna be revenge when you know we're about to we're that was like two coaches ago. Isn't that disgusting to think about that that was that many coaches ago for y'all? It, it's actually, to me, it's actually not disgusting because we know why the because we know why Dennis Gates left, and it actually wasn't a bad reason. No, he actually he still. left because he left because he was really good. And oh, yeah. again, I'm it, you know being a Cleveland State fan for so many years, I'm not used to that. Like even a little bit. I mean, even even the final years of Gary Waters were not a great. Uh, a very good scene there, and let's not and let's never speak of the Dennis Felton <laughs> years ever again. Even though we did interview him in 2018, it is there on the record for all to see. I did. That's true. Hey, you know what? It was like our second or third uh, third uh, episode back after the fan battle royale. So yeah, I'm I'm good with I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay because you know we we were just coming back, and I actually you know that was before. You know, Cleveland State didn't even make the top eight and didn't even make it to the tournament. Which, if if you remember correctly, Matt, it was that was the uh, that was the uh, you and Carrick had to do a podcast episode because Jim because uh, Cleveland State and Milwaukee didn't even make the tournament that year. <laughs> Vaguely recall, I barely know what I did like three days ago though, so I'm probably the bad kind of kind of adds a little. I thought that kind of adds a little something really. But yeah, okay. So, so I guess we are li- we are on. Uh, so I guess we're on Rashad Watch. On uh, on when are they playing again? They are playing on Friday. So we are on Rashad Watch. For like I, said, I don't think I don't think he's eligible, unfortunately. I, he might but... he may he may very well not be. Um, 
But yeah, that's a part of their. I think they. It's a. I think it's this joint Cleveland State Kent State MTE that they're doing because I guess. Um, I guess the 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 whole setup is that. I don't know. It's so weird because. Cleveland State and Kent State are playing the same teams. They're playing Arkansas. They're both playing Arkansas Pine Bluff. They're both playing Chicago State. Um, and then they down. And then on December 10th, they're playing each other. Cleveland State and Kent State are, but it's not related to this MTE thing that they're doing here. <laughs> I don't know. It's the weirdest thing ever. I'm trying to. I can't even remember the name of the MTE. I'm sure they'll they'll put it up on the website at some point. But yeah, so so yeah, it was um. I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Oh, but I do know that Pine, Arkansas Pine Bluff and Chicago State are winnable games, and they better win those. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. That's like that go. That should go without saying. Oh, and it's a one and yeah, the Cleveland State, uh, yeah, the the Cleveland State uh, Chicago State game is a one o'clock game on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So if you happen to get out of work early before Thanksgiving, head on to watch Cleveland State play Chicago State. Is this it is a sentence that I'm not really sure I should be saying, but here I am. <laughs> oh, and Green Bay is going to Jamaica. Green Bay is actually going to go play. Bart Lundy's old team Queens on Friday at 1130 in the morning. What is it with Horizon League teams playing in the morning? Because I'm pretty sure IUPUI is doing the exact same thing, not this week, but next week. I know they're, they're doing it next week because that's the, uh, isn't that the, I don't know. It's so confusing. I don't know. I mean, if I was going to play in Jamaica, I'd want an 11.30 a.m. game, too, because that gives me a lot of time out on the beach enjoying Jamaica. Like, I, you know, cool. I get that. That's true. That's true. And then they play Sunday. They play either Utah Valley or Morgan State. Go get a rum punch. Like, man, I love Jamaica. Hopefully Green Bay does better at this one than they did the last one. I believe that, uh, unfortunately, I believe that this is one of those flow sports ones. Yeah, I'm busy that day, then. Or something. Yeah, but... <laughs> Because I think, yeah, I think the Jamaica, I think the, 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 I can't even remember the, what is the name of this MT? I don't even remember this thing. Our weather is better than yours, a classic, I don't know. Which it absolutely will be, especially next week for a lot of the Midwest, yeah. especially Green Bay, <laughs> without a doubt. No, it's the, it's the Jersey Mike's Jamaica classic. That's it. It's the Jersey Mike's. It's the Jersey Mike's Jamaica Classic. Apparently they're on. Oh, okay. I see what they're. What are they? Yeah. So they have like all kinds of crazy stuff going on, which is gonna be great. Even though we probably won't be able to watch it. <laughs> there's a. We're kind of at the point in time where we're starting to get into the MTEs. We can't actually watch. Yeah. That's what a box on, scores for. It'll be fine. They're they're in places that I. Yeah. In fact. Oh, okay. Apparently, okay. See, I missed this because the Georgetown game was allegedly. I don't know. It's so weird because Georgetown is a part of this Jersey Mike's deal, so I can't really. I don't really know if they are exactly. I don't know. It just seems uh, okay. Maybe they aren't. It was. It, it was just a coincidence that 
Green Bay played uh, played Georgetown, I guess. Because they are both because Georgetown and Green Bay are actually at are both part of this uh this classic, I guess. All right. So yeah. All so, right. Yeah, so, there, there, there's a Montego Bay division and there's a Rose Hall division. Green Bay's in the Rose Hall division with Queens, Utah Valley, and Morgan State. That sounds to me so, like the lower bracket. Uh it is because the other one is Wake Forest, LaSalle, Loyola, Marymount, and LaSalle. Yeah, that's a little better. I mean I mean with Wake Forest, yeah. Oh, Wake Forest. Uh, I feel like there's a Cleveland. Oh yeah, that's where Tyree Appleby is. <laughs> via, I didn't think via about Florida. that. I had to. He. I had to. Via Florida. Via Cleveland State. I had to think about that one because there's so many. Because of the transfer portal, there are so many of these. Play, there's so many of these ex players who are like all over the place, and I gotta remember who's what. Um, you know, I want to do a podcast sometime, or maybe I'll just do an article about, like, you know, the where are they now, which I've been doing, but, like, keeping up now, especially, like, you know, surprise, I, I know you Rash- did, Rashad's you did that at Arkansas Pine Bluff, you know. Yeah, and, and Trey Maddox is at Western Michigan. Dan Oladapo is at North Carolina Central. See? Yeah. I got some Because I know, I know back in the, I know a couple, I think it was a couple years ago, you did one for, for Oakland, for... Yeah, because it was like within two years, all of the all that roster that was, yeah, they were all gone. So that was not great. Yeah, maybe I'll do a follow up on that sometime. All right, but anyway, what else you got? I, I think right now we good. Where are we at? Um. Yeah, oh, good I week. I want to say yeah, I want to say a little something about Milwaukee. Oh, why they didn't do anything? I know. <laughs> I, again, it's so hard to gauge because they won by like almost. 74 yeah they won by like 74 against cardinal stretch and it's i don't as, well, as they played a lane stretch over here thank you that's a <laughs> theater reference for like seven people i got it thank you i don't know how it's because she did she had like an hbo special that's the only reason i know that name really like, I, I didn't know that i see i knew that so i didn't even know who that was you know i wouldn't even know who she was if it wasn't for hbo so you know Pay me HBO. Come on, come on, uh, come on, Warner Discovery. I know you're cutting costs, but you know, scratches to check their advertising. You know, we'll pay, uh, you know, we'll do all that stuff. But yeah, but yeah, they, got, sort they, of, they got they got smoked by Purdue, and you know, we we mentioned the lawyer, the that was Fletcher lawyer and team over there. You know, that that part of the lawyer brothers um got smoked by Purdue, and then they uh, took care of some business against uh, some non D ones. Like, cool. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I think the big thing, for, yeah, they're they're gonna be really hard to gauge for a while because that's I don't fine. They, they're, they're they're just building, you know. I'm cool with that. Because I'm trying to figure out when they play next. <laughs> I'm trying to figure, find them on the schedule, and I am having a really hard time doing Their that. Their next game is at Iowa State on the twentieth. Yeah, that's a while from that's a that's a while from now. Yep. Um, needless to say, we'll be recording that podcast before that game. <laughs> We'll just be doing that. Um, but yeah, they yeah. So they're they got a whole they got more than a week off. That seems yeah. odd. But hey, I guess time that, to build your team, I guess. But yeah, but the, for us, it doesn't really do us any good because it doesn't really like give us an indication of how that whole thing goes. I mean, that's that's a problem. I don't think Bart Lundy really cares how we feel about his, his team right now. I don't think that's I, uh, top of mind. I don't think it matters, you know. So. Yeah, because they, yeah, it's like, 
they they got like this D this non D one team they smoked in sandwich in between these two pie games that are probably going to not end well. So we I don't really, really a couple sorry, days we after really that. Good, yeah, we don't really have a good day, gauge for you guys. Sorry. Yeah, a couple days after that they go to St. Thomas, which actually might be a good gauge of where they're really at. That actually, yeah, that is going to be that way. Yeah, we'll see that. That'll be a better one. Um, that's that's over a week from now. We'll talk about that again next week. Indeed, because we have many things to talk about next week, not the least of which being Wright State at the Ocho. Yeah, or the Quattro, or whatever they're calling the Vegas thing now. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week. Sounds good to me, man. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, that'll wrap it up for us. Uh, HorizonRoundtable.com. Pull us up for with all of the past episodes, all of our written content. We got stuff coming up all the time now. Um, you can pull us up whenever, uh, wherever podcasts are found and you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So tune in next week until then. Thank you all for listening.